What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 13 of The Fade. I'm Luca Zima, joined by Steve Laurie, Ethan McLeod, Dylan Pupo, and Eddie Montanez. Let's jump right in, into it. This is my favorite time of the year when it comes to sports, with football, obviously. Free agency, trades, all this. Big, big trade. Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins for a third-round pick and a tight end that only ever caught one pass in his career, Hunter Long. What's up with that? What's your guys' take on that? Were they just are they in rebuild mode? Because I mean, they got rid of Bobby Leonard Floyd. What's going on there with the Rams? I think he's just a mass a massive cap casualty, dude. At this point for them, because like you said, they cut Bobby Wagner too. They now they're getting rid of Ramsey. His contract was like ninety million dollars. I'm pretty sure. Like it was like a four year, five year, ninety million dollar contract. I'm not completely sure, but. That's a lot of money when, like Luke just said, you're trying to be, like, in a rebuild stage. You know what I mean? But Miami, man, they're loading up. Like, the, all I have to say about that is practice for Miami, dude. Tyreek on Ramsey, they're probably going to be fighting. Like, on Ramsey's just got a head. I love Jalen Ramsey, honestly. He's my favorite corner in the league. But he just has a head full of steam, man, honestly. And he's just the type of dude that's just, like, going to, get mad when Tyreek because Tyreek's so fast you know what I mean he's gonna have times when he burns them at practice you know what I mean and Jalen's type of dude that's gonna take offense to that and he's gonna end up saying the wrong thing and I can I can just see it now they're gonna there's gonna be some type of dispute in the summertime man with with Ramsey and Tyreek but off of that then on the other side you have Xavier Howard dude like there's no question about who has the best corners in the league anymore it's Miami you know what I mean that's two of the top seven six corners in the entire league you know what i mean and then just that whole defensive backfield man too they're just starting to really load up like they have bradley chubb too and which is gonna make some noise this year too man so we'll see what happens with miami but i i like them man they're a young team in the at the end of their rebuild stage right now you know what i mean and they're gonna start making big time plays here they really are and i'm excited to see what they're gonna do because they haven't been really good for the past decade and it's nice to see them have this little spark that they got going yeah miami they i think they absolutely finessed the rams i mean the rams they were looking to get rid of ramsey because they're well they're minus in cap space so like steve said he was he was a major cap, cap casualty for them. Uh, and I guess the third round pick is all it really took and a random tight end. Cause uh, I mean, that's not much to get a top five cornerback in the league who's in his prime right now. So uh, for, for the dolphins, that that's great. They're, they're making moves to really, really make a push. Like, I, I, I could see them contending this year. Uh, you know, quarterback is obviously up in the air with Tua's situation. Uh, who knows? They, they might even be able to get Brady still. There's rumors about him coming back. And Miami was always a, a spot that uh, people saw him going to. And there was always talks, like, the past couple of years about him going there. Um, so, I mean, the, the Dolphins, they're looking, they're looking solid. Uh, the Rams, on the other hand, you know, after how last year went, I think, I think they're, I think they're entering a rebuilding stage here, uh, getting rid of their veterans, and uh, we'll, have, we'll have to see what they do next from 
from this point out. But uh, they, they should still be decent this year. I don't know about playoffs, but we'll see what, what they do in the draft and, you know, what kind of other moves they make in free agency. So it should be interesting to see. Well, you know what's what's happening with the Rams right now is they did what kind of what the Eagles did this year where they went all in two years ago. It panned out for them, but now it's like, all right, now we got to figure something, even especially after last year. I don't know why they attempted to go get Bobby Wagner last year. I mean, I, and they went and got uh, Allen Robinson and stuff. Like, I understand trying to go and, like, run it back, but, like, at this point, now they're just trying to make money. Like, they got rid of Bobby, just just released them. Now they're getting, they're trading away Ramsey. That's all it was. It's just a money move. It's not people are saying they got robbed. Like, dude, you're not going to give a guy away that's worth that much money for for a first rounder. It's just not going to happen. I mean, Miami, Miami's going all in with two at this point, which I don't like. I mean, it, this might hurt Miami in the long run. Everyone's like, whoa, they're loaded now. Like, dude, you know, a lot of people have questions around Tua, and if Tua is going to be there to run this thing, you better hope it's a – I think it was a Miami versus Jets game last year where it was 9-6. to six. You better hope that's what it is because I'm not a fan of Tua. I know a lot of people aren't, and they might be end up two years down the road, three years down the road, trading away all these players again so that they can make some money to try and rebuild again. That's a good take. Oh, I definitely think the Rams got fleeced. Jalen Ramsey didn't have one of the best years last year, but I definitely think he's still a top wide corner in the league. He's going to accompany Xavier Howard so well and how both Laurie and McLeod said that uh, they have Bradley Chubb as well as linebacker. So he, their defense is really good. They also have Jalen Phillips, who they drafted as a safety last year, in the rookie, as a rookie last year, but they used him on the edge a lot, and he was really good on the edge last year. I think he had about like seven sacks. He's just really fast, so I definitely think this uh, Miami defense is going to be real good it's with the adding of Ramsey. I thought they were good without Ramsey, to be honest, but at, adding Ramsey just helps Xavier so much. I definitely think how Lori said they definitely have the two best like best uh, quarterback cornerback duo in the league. <clears throat> and with the Rams, they bought a, a championship to L.A. last year, and like it's not only with football. I see this in a lot of sports. Like once a team wins a championship, they end up rebuilding and losing a lot of players because when you win a championship and the players know that they like they contributed, they're going to want a big contract after that championship, especially if they're a free agent. It's not only in football. This happens in baseball and basketball as well. So I definitely think that the Rams are going to be in rebuilding mode for the next couple of years. But I definitely think that they're not going to get rid of Cup because they know that Cup is a generational talent. He's an absolute monster. And they have Stafford this year. I don't think that's really going to matter. I think Stafford's going to hang him up after this year. So I think after this year, they're going to be in looking for a they're going to be in uh, look in looks for a quarterback and a bunch of pieces because they are definitely in a rebuild. I don't see this team doing much in the next like three, four years unless they really do big signings or big trades. I just think iron sharpens iron. You know what I mean? Xavier Howard and Ramsey only made are only going to make Waddle and Tyreek better. Plus you have what Gusecki still there, right? You have all these guys. They just signed Mike White too uh, from the Jets. So that's a good signing in case Tua gets hurt because Mike White showed a lot of good signs with uh, the Jets last season. I, I think the 
Dolphins are only going all in. Not not only going all in, but they they're readying for the future as well. It's just going to come down to their quarterback. You know, they let Chase Edmonds go and they brought in Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson played tremendous last year when he switched over to Miami. Even when he was playing with the Niners, he was playing good. But once they made that trade, so I think that's a they have a very good offense, a very talented defense. And I mean that division's only getting more insane, dude, because I guess we're gonna be seeing in the next couple weeks, we'll talk about this next episode. Uh Aaron Rodgers possibly coming over there. So that division is only gonna bolster up the competition with Rodgers with the Jets, Josh Allen with the Bills, Tua and Mac Jones. So uh, uh, I can see that being a, a one of the toughest divisions in football. Going off of that, we've seen uh, Jimmy G finally left San Fran, and he went over to the Raiders. Now they signed him. It's about like a $20 million a year deal for three years. I could have sworn that they were going to go in and get like Stroud or Levis in the draft. May obviously that still leaves a possibility open for Jimmy G to mentor them for a season or two. I don't know where this leads Devontae Adams if he's gonna be pissed off that Rogers now that just puts Rogers definitely out of the way. So what's your guys' take on that? Do you think Jimmy G could do anything in Las Vegas or lead them to the promised land? I mean, I wouldn't say lead him to the promised land, but I, I definitely think he could do something over there. I mean, look at the talent they have on the offensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? They have Darren Waller, which in my opinion, he's still a top three, four tight end. I said it on the one episode. He's still he's still good, man. He just hasn't really had his way this year with, with Derek Carr because Devontae Adams came in. But um, they have – I'm pretty sure they tagged Josh Jacobs, right? So they'll have him for another year. They have they obviously have Devontae. Like there's some serious weapons around Garoppolo, man. That that he can he can definitely perform with them. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm not gonna lie though. Like I I really wanted to see Anthony Richardson in a in a Vegas jersey, man. Bad. Like I just thought he that I really thought that was they were gonna end up drafting him, but it's all right. He'll he'll probably end up going to the Colts, Anthony Richardson, but. Yeah, Garoppolo, it, that's a good fit for him, for sure, because now he can really exploit his talent with the talent that he has around him. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it, man. There's a lot of cool things that happened today in free agency that I'm excited for. So my point of view, I'm not really sure what the Raiders are doing. Um, you know, they go from a guy, Derek Carr, who is, you know, borderline uh, pro bowler almost every year, and – they dump them. They say, "Oh, you're not you're not playing up to what we like." They dump them, and then they go out. And who who do they sign? A guy who has literally been carried by his team for the past four years. And the question was always with the 49ers: Could Garoppolo go out and not make mistakes and let his team win the game? Garoppolo is never a guy who's who's going to go in the game and go win it himself and go play hero ball. He, that's, he's just not that type of QB. So f- for the Raiders situation, I I think it's a pretty bad signing. Uh, I think they should have went out, got a rookie, started fresh, uh, not paid a quarterback $20 million a year who isn't going to take them to the playoffs. I think they'll, they'll be 6-11, and 5-12 around there again. Uh, 
I, I don't know. Because, I mean, if things don't work out with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, I don't know how they're going to work out with Garoppolo and Devontae Adams. Like, Garoppolo, he has he has George Kittle, and he, he gets him three or four targets a game. Debo Samuel, five targets a game. Like, obviously, their offense is built around rushing, but, like, Garoppolo, he just, he just ain't it. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to work out there. So, <clears throat> I absolutely love this move by the Raiders. I don't know. You guys might think I'm nuts, but I'm really for it. I like Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G is very underrated. I think a lot of people hate on him. I think he's a great game manager. And if you put weapons weapons around him, he's going to make plays, and he will he will help you win games. The guy's been to the Super Bowl. He's he's He led Mahomes in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. He's been to multiple NFC championships with the Niners. Now, granted, that is the Niners with weapons, but he's also going to an offense with weapons. So, like, you know, they might not be great, but, like, this next year, I, I think they'll be actually pretty good, though. You got a $67.5 million deal, including $34 million guaranteed. 34 is easy to let go if it don't work out. So, I mean, I, I honestly, I really, I just – I love the move because it's not a lot in the future. And it's really like the cheapest deal you're going to get for an above average quarterback. So I'm all for it. I think he'll do well with the offense and let's go Raiders. And also if they do draft someone, they can keep Garoppolo behind them for not too expensive to mentor him. See, yeah. I, just, I don't, I don't think they're going to go out the first day of free agency and get a quarterback that they're not going to play. You know well, I mean? no, definitely, definitely. I think I think Garoppolo is going to come in there as a day one starter. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he was signed there for. I mean, hence it is only twenty million. But what backup really gets paid twenty mil? None. You know what I mean? You're not signing a backup right away for twenty mil. So yeah, he's definitely coming in there as a day one. Do you think he's that much worse than Derek Carr? Yeah. I like Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is underrated as well. But, like, the thing well, that Jimmy Derek, better than Derek, Derek Carr. Carr Derek Carr got what from uh, the Saints? He got, like, what, 30 or 40 mil? 35 million from the Saints? He got 30-some. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, like, a million guaranteed. Oh, I think there was 100. Wait, what would you say, 100 mil? I think 100-something mil guaranteed or maybe 100 million guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, he got most of it guaranteed too. So he's locked there for the next four years, I think. Yeah, four years, four years, 50 mil. The thing that Jimmy G's better at than Derek Carr is uh, not turning the ball over. I think Derek Carr, like, gets sloppy at times. Yeah, tries tries too much. Yeah, and so, I mean, I don't know. You're you're getting Jimmy a lot cheaper. Would you take – Jimmy G, well, I know you take Daniel Jones, but with their contracts right now, who you taking? Mm. Who would you contracts I'd take Jimmy G. Yeah, I would. I'd absolutely rather Jimmy G with that contract. Yeah, yeah. getting paid half of what Daniel Jones is. Yeah. I don't think Daniel Jones is that great. Not not for that kind of thing. Carr are both better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't know where that signing came from or why. 
I believe, dude, that Daniel Jones is not worth forty-five million dollars. You can you can kiss my, uh, your ass that. You know, I, I mean, that's a, boost the boost the quarterback. What I absolutely love money. it. Boost the market up and let Jalen Hurts well, no, get more money now. That's what sucks about it is because it's same. Yeah, it's the same thing with. It's the same thing with all these guys, like even Kenny Galladay getting that big deal, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? These guys are getting all this money, and then it just boosts the market up for guys who are like, oh, my God, Daniel Jones got this. But what's crazy is then if I was in Derek Carr's shoes, I would have been saying, you know what, why ain't I getting what Daniel Jones is? I'm a pro bowler every season. I've been playing with pretty – I've had 4,000-yard seasons every season I played. Mm-hmm basically it's it's i don't know jalen hurts is going to command 40 45 million and with ease what's out ease now he's getting 45 million and 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 that's why they say like an organization you want to sign your qb as soon as you possibly can because the next person to get signed that means you're paying your guy more every time someone else and if they keep waiting and and rogers goes and uh, i know he's getting traded but i don't know if they're doing a sign and trade uh yeah. Well, no, because he's still on. He's still on that big deal. What made him the he, highest he paid? Yeah, he made a lot last year. I think he signed. What is it? A fifty-one million dollar a year or something like that? He was making. He made like he signed like three years, dude. Like a couple one like year. fifty mil or something. Okay, yeah. so like, so Lamar Lamar yeah. signs. Lamar yeah. Lamar was the worst thing they could have done was not sign him in the beginning of last season. Yep, when he was commanding all that money. Because it wasn't that much. His value is going up every day. Yeah, yeah. But it might be going up too high to the point where they're not even trying to get him anymore. It's crazy no, because they're gonna they, they well they already transition tagged him, which means that when he gets he can go out there and talk to teams, and all and then the Ravens have five days to match their offer. Now, why teams are backing out of that of that point is because. Right now in free agency, no teams are actually pursuing Lamar Jackson. Not one team. Every team backed out because if you go and match Lamar, that means for those five days that the that you, that the Ravens get to match, you're ultimately not going and negotiating with any other quarterbacks or any other players at that point if you're offering them that big of a contract. So you don't want to put yourself in a hole in case the Ravens do – uh, answer match that, and if and say you di- uh they don't match it, you're giving the Ravens two first round picks then, so you're losing two firsts anyways, or you're losing five days of free agency for players. So what I think will happen with all that. Oh, what I think will happen with Lamar's like stuff they were saying, how like the oh not the Falcons, the Ravens franchise tagged him. I think that he'll be a Raven probably for one more year. And then I think that the Falcons are gonna just start Ritter this year, see what he could do, and then next next free agency they're gonna give Lamar the back. Because I definitely think that with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and like there's a lot of young, like underrated people on this Falcons. They have they have they have really fast receivers. They have Kyle Pitts, obviously, who was a big big name out of college, <clears throat> and he hasn't really done anything the past two years because of the quarterbacks he's had. So I definitely think that this year that they're just going to ride out. They're going to ride with Ritter. Uh, I think Lamar's probably going to end up a Raven, going to just stay a Raven for this year because I don't think any teams are going to try and uh, give him anything, especially since like the Ravens can match, like the Ravens can match what they offered, right? 
Yeah, they can match what any other team offers. Yeah. So I think Lamar will just stay a Raven for this year, and then he'll be a Falcon next year. Uh, but there's a lot of like the QB play in this in like the NFL is not like like you like you said. I'm a Giants fan, and I don't think Daniel Jones is worth 45 mil. Like that's just ridiculous. So, uh, like I definitely think that teams are going to be all over Lamar next year. I don't think that they're going to go after him this year just for the plain fact that the Ravens can match whatever they. Uh, whatever they offer. Uh, and, like, w- we're talking about Jimmy G, how Dylan said, I like what they're doing and what you said to Luke. They might have uh, signed him as a mentor. Like, even if he doesn't plan out this good, they got him for – they could get rid of him cheap. I feel like what they should do, in my opinion, is during day three maybe go out and get Max Duggan from TCU and then put him behind Jimmy G and then maybe Max Duggan could, like, you know – because, like, we saw Brock, per- Brock Purdy came in and won six games, but – Jimmy G was his mentor for like three games for the games that he was in and plus the whole offseason. So I definitely think if even though if Jimmy Jimmy G's probably gonna start the season, put Max Duggan under your wing and he could probably be the next big thing in Las Vegas, especially with Devontae Adams. That's why I like that's why I like what Dylan was saying. I don't really think it's a big of a risk just for the plain fact that that offense is gross, how Laurie said they have a top three tight end. They have Devontae Adams, who's arguably the best receiver in the league. You throw the ball up to him, he's catching it no matter what. Like, it's disgusting what that man could do. So I definitely like uh, the signing, and I definitely think what they should do is just go out and get dug in day three. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if C.J. Stroud, if he don't go first overall to the Panthers, I would not be surprised seeing Stroud as a Raider or a Colt. Because I think I think the Texans are dead set on Bryce Young, and I think – I think why the why the Panthers ultimately ended up trading up for this pick was because they seen something in Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud, and I think it's more or less going to be like, wow, Anthony Richardson just went first overall. He's the closest thing to Cam Newton, dude, and he and he is he impressed in uh, at the combine. They could poss- they could have possibly got him though with their pick that they already had. Carolina. Oh yeah, definitely. But you got to you got to think, dude. Every there's 32 teams in the NFL. You every other team seeing what they're seeing too. No, you know yeah, what I mean. You got to think at that combine, every GM's there. I hope huh? it is Richardson because I I like Anthony Richardson a lot. I like I've liked him since last year, dude. Remember when he had that one crazy play, man, that was blowing up on the internet? Um, I forget what he did. He like fake threw it or something and ran. Um. And ever since then, I've been a major fan of Anthony Richardson. I would love to see him go first overall. But what makes me think that it's C.J. Stroud is that because they've made su- they made such an effort to trade up to that number one pick. You know what I mean? They traded a lot for that. You know what I mean? Like they got rid of D.J. Moore. And I, I said I said that we for the last couple of weeks. I said when you have that first overall pick, you literally hold the world in the palm of your hands. Right. You can and look take at that! Any one of these kids, man. Dude, yeah. they all they did was move back to the nine. They got the ninth pick, the sixty-first pick, a first in twenty twenty-four, a second in twenty twenty-five. A great player in DJ Moore, young. He's only what 25, 26. And he's an absolute core. That's Chicago. He's an absolute like, beast. Chicago. I feel like with those I feel like with those picks they got, they're probably just going to go out and get linemen for field because what I think is Montgomery's a free agent 
this. Yeah, this they're they're rolling. They're gonna roll with uh, who's yeah, that guy? Like Khalil Herbert. I like Khalil yeah, Herbert. Herbert. I like Khalil yeah. Herbert last year. I thought he was pretty good. He had a couple hundred yard games. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely think what their biggest priority right now, especially since they got Tremaine Edmonds for the defense, is to get an old line to help Justin Fields because I see a lot of people predicting that this man could win an MVP. And I honestly think he can too. I feel like he's very similar to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is obviously better, but Justin Fields' legs are insane. Like he was, he he almost broke Vic's rushing record, which is crazy. So I definitely think that, and they added DJ Moore, which it's, which helps their receipt. Like they have they have DJ Moore, who's a solidified wide receiver one in the NFL. They have Chase Claypool, who's a big body. And they have Darnell Mooney, who they could just put in the slot, and he could just run straight and burn the hell out of the safety or corner that he's on. So I definitely think that the number one priority right now in Chicago is to beef up that O-line for Hurts. I mean, not Hurts, sorry, Fields. I was just going to say that, Eddie, dude, and you know that I'm not a fan of Justin Fields, but um, with that receiving core and all these weapons that they're adding, man, that priority definitely has to be the offensive line right now because you see the way that Jalen Hurts panned out, you know what I mean, when everybody doubted him. now that same thing could very well happen to um, Justin Fields if they take this offseason seriously. And it looks like they are, man. It's the it's only Monday, and they've made some serious moves today. You know what I mean? Like, they, they still have this whole week to come. You know Especially what I mean? on the defensive side of the ball. Right, they signed right. T.J. Edwards and uh, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds. Edmonds, dude, that's huge. That's huge. I mean, T.J. Edwards, too, but, like, Tremaine Edmonds is really good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what – um, Chicago does. There's a there's a good amount of Bears fans around here. Well, because Darnold Darnold left Darnold left the Panthers. He went to San Fran. Don't know what that means for him. Why he's why he went, ultimately went there because he Trey Lance in the compete. Well, yeah, but Trey Lance is ultimately going to end up probably winning that job unless yeah. there's something that we don't know that Darnold believes he can go in there and win because Purdy isn't going to come back to like halfway through the season. Or yeah, like week four to six. Man, I don't think. But um, the Panthers just said, dude, that they're willing to trade uh, Matt Carell, their their yeah. draft pick, their QB from yeah. last year, because they're they're ready. This is a QB they're taking in the first round with the first overall pick. Yeah, well, no well, question well. about it. But uh, yeah, like Matt Carell, I was reading reports they'll get rid of him for like a second. A second of like fourth, fifth pick, and I was hearing the commanders might be sold on him, bringing him over. But they have Sam Howell, you know what I mean. But yeah, going off of that, uh, we seen the Eagles. Are oh yeah, go ahead. I saw. I what you were saying about Bryce Young that he was he there. You think he's going number one, right? No, I, I think he's it's Anthony one, Richardson yeah. and yeah, CJ yeah. Stroud. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, CJ Stroud. My bad. Uh, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think Anthony Richardson's probably going to be a Panther just for a little fact. Like he reminds me so much of Cam Newton. Like the guy's massive, like he's huge. Like he was in the 99th percentile in athleticism. Like the guy's a monster. So I definitely think that if they could bring him over, if they could draft him for Carolina, Carolina's going to love him just for the fact that he, like, you could compare the guy to Cam Newton just for what, like, the because just because of the size. His arm strength is ridiculous. He's pretty fast for being 6'5", and what, how big, whatever, however big he, however big he is. Yeah, like, he's extremely fast. 
So I definitely think that Anthony Richardson's probably going to go number one. But just, but I like C.J. Stroud too because of the arm talent. But like, I do like Anthony Richardson a lot. Like what I'm seeing him, I'm seeing from his combine and like he was really good for uh, Florida last year. Like really good. It's I don't I don't know why I don't know how he wasn't in the Heisman race. So it's I don't know. But I definitely think, in my opinion, I think. They're idiots if they don't take Richardson first, just for the fact that like he's huge, he could run, he could throw. CJ Stroud's obviously a beast, but I just think Richardson's gonna plan out better. Me too, man. I would love to see him go number one. Dylan Easton, you have anything to add? The fact the fact that he could jump means that he has more than Byron Jones has right now. (laughs) (laughs) What his legs? But he was saying he's big, he's fast, like and he could jump. You got to mention that, man. Not everybody can do that. I think he ran like a top top three forty <laughs> for all players. That's crazy. At six six five quarterback, that's, that's quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's worthy of the number one pick, like for sure. I hope. I think it's gonna shock the world when it happens too. Dude, I would love to see it. Two months ago, no one was talking about Anthony Richardson. It was it was Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Noah, and uh, no, never mind. Was I going to say Stetson Bennett? Stetson Bennett, mark my words, Stetson Bennett's going to be a Patriot. Yeah, I can see it. He definitely fit, fits the bill for a Patriot. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, they're going to have him be a Patriot. Dude. I can see Will sitting there saying, "Wow, this is my guy." <laughs> I can see it, dude. Like he just fits that. He fits that whole build of being a patriot, dude. It's, he does, dude. He does. And he's old. He's like what, twenty six? Is he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he is twenty six. But that's oh, not right. Like, people are acting like that's the end of the world, dude. No, like, no. But like, like when you come to the NFL, like most QBs need like three, four years to develop. Last time we saw uh, a quarterback drafted like that old was Dave Shinsky. Brandon Whedon. Wow. Oh, Brandon Whedon. Yeah, remember when Dave Shinsky played uh, for uh, Boston College? Yeah. He was he pretty – he was in his, well, like, late 20s. You were a massive fan of him, too. I liked watching Shinsky do it in college, man. Shout out to Dave Shinsky. Maybe we'll bring him on. But I'm um, going off of that. Uh, we have the Bucks are expecting to pursue Baker Mayfield. I think I said this. Two weeks, two or three weeks ago, dude, about Mayfield winding up as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Did I not? No, I remember that you did. I did. Yes. I said it would either either be him or Gardner Gardner uh, Minshew. What's well, so funny, Eddie? Hasn't happened yet, buddy. Don't what get on you your high horse yet. What? Don't get on your high horse yet. Hasn't happened yet. I'm like I said. I'm out here making predictions that. They're striking gold. They're they're there, man. I'm like a sidekick. I can see in the future. Well, hey, I, I was saying the whole time since the season ended that the Bears they should keep or they shouldn't they should keep Fields and trade the number one overall pick. Yeah, well, that's right. all. That was obvious. And, uh, yeah, but no one else is saying that. I, 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 I was, dude. Them. I was saying that they are they are keeping that, and I said to keep Fields. I said they're not keeping that first overall pick. All right, well, what, that's what, why Lovey Smith got his ass fired out of Houston because he had to go for two to last play of the game. And yeah. they'll have the last play of the season. Then they fired him literally 10 minutes after. 
What he screwed Houston out of everything, dude. <laughs> what a G. They're still going to get Bryce Young no matter what, dude. I don't think Bryce Young's going first overall. It's going to no, surprise think, a lot of people. Yeah, I think he's going to ruin his career. Question marks with his height, with his injury injury prone, you know. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of question marks with him. Obviously, he's he's a good player. I just think – I think Richardson and Stroud, they have better potential than him. I feel like he, he's already closer to his peak than they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Going off that, we seen we talked about this absolute buffoon last week. An, abs- <laughs> <laughs> an absolute just moron. Robert Woods was sitting there saying, where should I go? Free me. I'm finally free. Oh, just to wind up with the worst team in the league, the Houston Texans. You absolute clown, you bum, whatever, dude. Chase the bag, go, go. But don't now don't go tweeting free me, free me. You know what I mean? Look at what they did for, to Brandon Cooks for the last four or five years. That goof. It's funny, too, dude, because I don't really think anybody wanted Robert Woods either. So he was probably just like – Houston was one of his few offers that he got. You know what I mean? And obviously they offered him the most money, so he was just like, screw it. But, yeah, he's nothing, dude. Robert Woods, you're a joke if you see this. Well, I guess I guess uh, Robert Woods ain't ever coming on Buzz Talk. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, he probably got, like, two or three offers for, like, five mil a year. And Neither is the captain from the Colt Cougars A-team. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he, he got he, – hey, he got his bag. Good for him, bud. Good for him. Make him more, make him more than me. So – Go do you, brother. What is this a pity party out here, Ethan? <laughs> hey, I'm, I I respect for the dude, man. Ethan, what's your Venmo? <laughs> you throw your Venmo up, and everyone uh, goes. Yeah, Ethan McLeod, eighteen. You know, so anyone, you know, help a brother out. Did you ever see the? It was on the college oh. sport, morning sports or whatever, where the guy was holding up a sign that said "Venmo me for my Bush Light." And then, like, he got, like, $250,000 or something. Like, everyone everyone just started Venmoing him. And then he ended up donating it to, like, a charity or something. But it was kind of cool. you did to get that Fast Pro Shops up. Yeah, $499 is tough to get. What What's up with the Robert Woods hate, though, here? Everybody hates him. Because look how he goes on social media, man, and talks like he can go uh, wherever he wants. Like, he's a top-notch receiver. I'm absolutely with Luke on that, man. I don't like a dude that has a huge ego like that either, man. What has he done in the past two, three years? You know what I mean? He was a solid number one for LA for a little bit until Cooper Cup got into his prime, you know what I mean? Which was obviously going to happen. But, yeah, like he was nothing nothing crazy, dude. Nothing crazy at all. Yeah, I was just sick of him saying free me after one year with Tennessee, dude. What? You know what I mean? And sorry that all what the Tennessee Titans wide receivers together might have combined for a little over a thousand yards altogether. It was a joke. And and you know what I mean? And you can't blame Tannehill. But like when AJ Brown was there, they played really good, dude. AJ Brown was getting his thousand yard plus yeah, yards dude. a season. With but like for Robert thirty carries a game. For yeah, but for Robert Woods to go out there on Twitter saying finally free after just one season. And like and like Glory said, then he he's acting like he's a top notch guy. 
And, uh, dude, he's ultimately not. You know what? That probably was. And uh, all the good teams, if they did offer him anything, they are like, oh, come for us on a vet min. But he's seen, dude, that he's going to go and get, what? what's that, like uh, seven and a half mil, a little over seven and a half mil a season, 7.1 or 7.6 mil a season. You know what I mean? So I would take that too, dude. He's not going to go get that anywhere else. That's what, yeah. Oh. I want to I fast forward <laughs> a year from now, and y'all are going to be like, I'm sorry, Robert Woods. Nah, I don't think he's going to be great. Maybe but if he was with a different team. No, I think he's, I really think he's going to be better than he was last year, dude. Every, I say this all the time, and you see it, and I said it with Gallup. The first year off the ACL injury is when you're at your worst, and the second year is when you get back to almost yourself. So he's going to get back to himself. Texans are going to get a quarterback, at least somebody that could give him the maybe. I mean, it might work out. It might not, but hopefully they could draft the quarterback and get him the ball a little bit. And it is if- smart. It is it is smart because Robert Woods in the past has shown signs, and they still have Cooks there. So if they're ultimately going to get – and what, Eddie knows these guys, like Mechie, right? Is that John Mechie? Yeah, like guys like Mechie who's shown a lot of promise. They still have Damian Pierce. You know, so their offense, if they ultimately do keep Cooks, if they ultimately do keep Cooks and have Robert Woods as a solid number two, it'll work out. I mean, I would expect Robert Woods to improve from last year. Just be – I mean, the Titans' off passing offense was terrible. And uh, he, had, he had 53 receptions and 527 yards. Like, that's awful. Even, even with the Texans, I expect them to do better than that. You know, unless, unless he uh, just retires midway through the season because his, his old knees can't, can't deal with it anymore. He's like thirty. Is he? Is he over thirty or is like thirty one? Is he thirty one? I knew he was yeah. down there. Yeah. The Texans are in like the same situation as the Bears. I feel like obviously they don't have a good like they don't have a stud quarterback, but like their old line is one of the worst in the league as well. Like Damian Pierce was touching the ball thirty times a game, getting eighty yards. Like the guy was literally getting force fed. That's why he got hurt towards the end of the year. I feel, but like. If they were, you got to think. If they get Bryce Young, they got they need to protect them. Like I feel like it all like a lot of people say this. It all starts up front. Like the, the big guys are what like you need blocking to make a play. So even if they are to get Bryce Young, and like I definitely think how Ethan said, Robert Wood is definitely gonna have a better year than last year. I feel, but Bryce Young is gonna need protection. I don't know if I the only lineman I know on that team that's pretty good is Lermy Tunsil. So I feel like they definitely needed all line for not only Bryce Young if they want not only if they want Bryce Young to be a great quarterback, but I honestly think Damian Pierce could be one of the, the one of the best running backs in the league if he has a good all line to help him. So this Texans team needs a lot. But definitely, how Luke said, first thing they need a quarterback. So I feel like they're going to taste Bryce Young. But after that, their defense honestly wasn't bad. Like you saw what they could do against. Like they had pretty good games against some teams. They played like, pretty good against Philly. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that was a good game. And Dallas and the Chiefs, all three of us. Their defense stepped up last year. So. I feel like they're in the same predicament as the Bears, honestly. You need big guys to make the plays really 
We need the big guys to make longer plays happen, not only for the quarterback to have more time in the pocket, but how I said like two minutes ago, I do think Damian Pierce could be one of the best running backs in this league if he has an O-line to help him. He reminds me a lot of Marshawn Lynch. The guy's a monster. He's a freight train. So You're I definitely man. think in the next couple of years, if the Texans if the Texans could play their cards right, they could go back to how they were with J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, and Deshaun Watson. They could be a playoff team if they play their cards right and put up the, and get the pieces they need. Yeah, I'm I'm heavy on Paris in the beginning. I know you were in the beginning of the year, Eddie. You were really heavy on Damian Paris. I wasn't sold on him until I seen a couple good games out of him, and he is a beast. Going off that, I know Dylan wanted to get into this. Michael Gallup restructured his contract, saved up. Uh, I know Dylan knows. I think Dylan knows the details on it. Dylan, what does this mean for Dallas now? With free agency right here. What's this mean with Gallup restructuring his contract? What are you thinking? Well, they freed up $7 million today, more. They, they restructured Dak's deal and Zach Martin's, so they got $30 million there. Now they just restructured Gallup's and got seven there. Plus, they didn't spend any money from last offseason, so they have money there. So they're kind of like just piling up the money right now. And, you know, I think the fact that they did it today on Monday, which is – the first day of free agency, I think they were in talks, which they have come out and had reports that Dallas has been in contact with Bobby Wagner. Dan Quinn used to be the defense coordinator for him. So they have, they have a connection there. They already are in conversations. And I have a feeling that this move with Gallup has something to do with making up or freeing up some money so they could either sign Bobby Wagner or they might be going for the trade and getting D hop to come to Dallas. Yeah, definitely. I think Bobby Wagner is either going to sign with Dallas or make a reunion for a final like two or three seasons with Seattle. I think Seattle wants him back. Seattle has a good defense coming up and and a good offense, obviously. They've shown they squeeze into the seventh seed. I know that they are talking about what do you like with this? I know uh, they don't want to let Dante Fowler walk away. Are you high on Dante Fowler staying as a Cowboy? I mean, he there, there's not like he's not like going to be someone that's going to like if you lose him, it's going to you know destroy your defense. But I mean, I do I do like him as a, a playmaker. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not too big. If they lose him, they lose him. I'm not going to be devastated. But if they keep him, cool. Just for the right price, don't overpay for someone. Yeah, I, I like Dante Fowler. I mean, not as a cow. I like them. Any of you want any say anything about what the Cowboys restructuring? I think the restructuring could be because of Odell Beckham or D Hop coming in. I so it, I think it's definitely definitely a receiver that they're trying to bring in that they're trying to create room for, like you both just said. And I think D Hop and Odell are two of the top candidates because there's been talks for a long time about Odell going to Dallas. You know what I mean? He wants the big deal. Dallas has the money to pay him this big deal. You know what I mean? They're looking for the number one receiver. Adult. It it would just work out for both sides. But honestly, like I see Dylan, you're waving your hand over there. Uh, enough of this. Enough of this. They're looking for a number one. They have their number one, dude. But like, CD plays better in the slot. 
drafted. If you yeah. have a guy that can play on that outside and you can exploit CeeDee Lamb in that slot, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Dallas yeah. has the money to do it, so do it. No, I know. I, that's why I love D Hop so much. But like, yeah, I think like it's that even if D Hop comes, I don't. I honestly like. I I was even watching you know this podcast today, and these guys were even saying like, even if D Hop goes to Dallas, they don't even think he's gonna be considered their number one. Like, it's gonna be CD still. They're gonna be looking CD's way, but D Hop's just gonna help him out on the outside. He's still gonna be great. Like, obviously, they're it's like the one-two punch. I mean, like you know, with uh, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, like. You know what I mean? Like, it don't really matter. They're both going to be super productive. It's just, like, one's considered the number one, one's considered the number two. C.D. Lamb, dude, if he plays in the slot consistently almost every play, he would be a top three or four slot receiver in the entire league, man. I've, I have wanted Philly to – I'm serious. Like, I wanted Philly to draft C.D. Lamb, man. No, I'm saying he'd be – I'm saying he'd be, like, a top one or two, not three, dude. four slot receiver. Yeah, maybe. He's a top – CD's a top 10 receiver the way it is uh, overall. Why? I mean, yeah, but there's pretty good slot receivers. In the, I mean, in my opinion, a healthy Keenan Allen is still a great slot receiver. So Cooper, Cup, Cooper Cup's Cooper by far the best. best slot receiver in the leagues. Yeah, that's what Keenan, I, mean. I thought I mean, Keenan Allen's an outside receiver. He plays in the slot a lot, though, Keenan Allen. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like he – He's good. So, like, three three is an ideal spot for CD, like, when you're talking about guys like that. And, like, D-Hop is by far the best option for Dallas to bring in. You know what I mean? I mean, I hope they don't bring him in because I don't want to see Philly have to go up against him twice a year because I like rooting for him. I like D-Hop. I've always been a fan of him since he was back when he was a Texan. Man. I'm also seeing a lot of things where, with the whole Diggs things getting stirred up. Like, I don't know how real that is, but apparently Diggs really wants out of Buffalo at this point. Which is kind yeah. of messed up, though, dude, to be honest, because after a couple games, you're just going to want out. You know what I mean? You were just all in on Buffalo when you were going there. Now, after you lose a couple games, he's had all this high praise. Now, all of a sudden, Stephon Diggs wants out. You know what I mean? I love Dez. Dez is recruiting for the Cowboys. He don't care who it is. He was he's trying to get Ram, he was trying to get Jalen Ramsey, D Hop. He's just telling yeah. everybody. Let's go. That's where I thought Ramsey was gonna go. I thought he was gonna go to Dallas. I didn't. I said no. There's no team in the NFL that actually pays two like top market corners. Nah. Like you just that's don't do it. People said talking about he would come to Philly, dude. There's no way. Like dig like that's why like they're not gonna go get another corner. They'll draft another corner, but they're not gonna sign it one because right, they, have right. to, they have to sign him next year. So right, with, with Dallas, I'm always I feel like the past I don't even know how many years with Dallas, there's always rumors of them making a big signing or a big trade or something. And like you see you see like people visit Dallas like Odell. Uh you see them go there and you see, oh, this might be happening, and it seems like it never does. So I think the move with Gallup restructuring his contract, definitely, like, they're, they they got to be doing something, right? Like, I, it, they, they're not just doing it for nothing. They have to yeah, go make space for nobody. They're trying to bring a big dude in. I guess I, I guess we'll see. I, I don't think they'll go for Odell now. I think if they would have done that, it would have been last year. But – uh. I, I could I could see them going at, going after Bobby Wagner or some someone on the defense like a linebacker. I feel like that that's what they really need the most right now if they're keeping Dak. 
I know Odell just did. I know he he uh, just get, sent an email to like all the GMs in the league or scouts or something that he's doing um, a workout with some USFL quarterback, Ryan Green or something like that. Uh, sometime this week he's doing a workout or whatnot, but I don't know. I think ultimately that Dallas is all talk, talk, talk when it comes to getting like these receiver guys. I think Bobby Wagner is the most ideal free agent that we will see probably happen in Dallas. I don't know about these big wide receiver names. I I know that the Bears are really keen right now on DeAndre Hopkins. I that's the big rumor I've been seeing is that the Bears are in love with DeAndre Hopkins and want to bring DeAndre Hopkins over to Chicago. I think that would be huge. Yeah, I I, I feel that um that division with the NFC North, I think it is, with Green Bay, Chicago, the Lions and Vikings. I think that division's opening up to where if Rodgers leaves, that that division's opening up for it's going to be anyone's uh, anyone's division right there. That, and I think ultimately it's going to come down to Detroit or Chicago. We've seen Minnesota and, well, ultimately Green Bay, but Green Bay and Minnesota always battling for the top spot. I think it's going to work your magic to now. It's going to be the two bottom guys are going to start going in with Chicago and the Lions. I think the Chicago's next up. I think if Justin Fields plays good, at, like Eddie said, they get him a line, he's going to be there. Can Goff pull another good season off Hopefully, I'm rooting for Jared Goff. I never was really that big of a fan of him up until his last two seasons, seeing the hate he got. But um, going off of that, we see now the Eagles let Darius Slay uh, seek trade trade agreements with other teams. That's a, That hurt me a lot. I know that they wanted him to restructure his deal, and I don't think he's looking to restructure his deal. Uh I mean, I don't really want to lose Darius Slay. I love Darius Slay, but at the same time, he's up there in age. I think he's 32 this season. Mm -hmm. I want James Bradbury back. James Bradbury is like 27, 28, played a hell of a year all pro. Um, What do you guys think about letting Darius Slay get traded? Because he has no guaranteed money, so just don't come to bite the Eagles in the ass. If we let Darius Slay walk, we get 17 mil under our cap bell. I think we definitely need that. I mean, yeah, me too. I agree, but you, you can't you can't blame Darius Slay for trying to want or trying to get all the money that he can get right now. You know what I mean? Because he's he knows he's at the end of his career. He's a dad. He's came out and said that he's pretty sure he only has one more year left in him. You know what I mean? So just try to get. He wants to get that bag. You know what I mean? And he loves Philly. He's came out and said it numerous times. He loves Philly. He wants to stay here. Um. I, I like Luke said, dude. I love Darius Slay, man. He's one of my favorite corners in the entire league. Um, he's been for a long time. He's been a top corner in the league for a long time too. Um, he's just, it, he's just getting towards the end of his career, and I'm, I'm curious to see what'll happen. Like Luke said too, it'll, it'll hurt me to see him walk, but then at the end of the day, it would kind of make me a little bit not happy, but like, okay, we got some cap room to work with here so whatever you know what I mean we can do something with that but I don't know if if he walks dude hats off to him I hope you go to another contender man and I hope you make the best out of the end of your career and retire with possibly a championship if you don't stay with Philly and grab one here yeah I agree I, I agree with you Steve I think Darius Slay 
if not on the Eagles, but in the NFL in general, only has a good one or two more years in him. Um, you know, if the Eagles were to let him walk, you know, it would it would, it would suck. But like the the Eagles, they have they have bigger fish to fry. I think I think they have many they 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 have different areas where they they need to really work out some contracts here. And Darius Slay, although he was the number one cornerback on a Super Bowl on an NFC champion team, uh, you know, he's 32 years old. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm at least happy that Jason Kelsey's coming back for another year. So that, you know, that warmed my heart, I guess. I'm happy about it, too. You see him taking shots with Howie. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, uh, I know it's very, very unlikely, but I, I'd much rather keep CJ Gardner Johnson over Darius Slay. Although he's like 99% gone. I don't think he's, I honestly don't think he's going to walk, man. I think they're going to come to an agreement with CJ. I really do, man. He's another one that loves basically. Yeah, but they they just don't have the money for him. Yeah, it is, and especially now seeing like what Jesse Bates got, dude. You know what I mean? That what did he get? Sixty six mil. Yeah. DJ's projected. He's gonna probably be projected seventy mil now, sixty eight plus. You know what I mean? If Jesse Bates is getting that, he. I mean, our all around like me and Eddie were talking earlier. I think Jesse Bates is a better safety than CJ, but CJ had the better year. He led the league in interceptions missing six games as a safety you know what i mean like he's gonna he's seeking money dude he's 25 years old yes i would love to see him stay in philly but whatever dude honestly like you said ethan whatever dude i don't think you guys realize like losing cj and slay especially and slay is a big one and cj they're both huge but if you lose both of them, you guys don't realize how much that's going to hurt you. Like, it really – We do. We do, kiddo. Like, I know, but you guys are sitting here like, you know, it's going to free up some cap space. Like, they, they, screw the cap space. I'm worried about losing. I mean, I'm not, like, trying to, like, sit there and bash it just because you're the Eagles. But, like, that's some big-time, like, losses to your second. We're not year. saying second that we want them to go. No, I know. Think it's it's Gordon Johnson it's doesn't Eagle f- until he retires. Yeah, the thing is, if we don't get rid of Slay, we don't have the money for CJ. Exactly. So okay, exactly. But if you lose both. Yeah, that, that would be trouble if we lost both. I'd rather lose Bradbury and Slay than lose CJ and Slay. You'd rather lose both your corners. I would rather lose Bradbury and Slay. We, we, still have, we still have Avante Maddox, but he's been injury prone. And, and then we have the 10th overall pick. At that point, we began a quarterback, or a cornerback. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, guys lose, saying, yeah. you guys lose Slay and and uh, CJ, I just think your secondary just went from very strong to that like, happens, probably like bottom fifteen, like secondary in the league. Like you're probably well, because have- we just lost, we just lost, uh, lost Marcus Epps to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They just signed him. Um, that's it. I mean, I don't like Epps, but Epps is also a veteran when it comes to Philly. Knows what he's doing. Knows sort of what he's doing. I don't think he's that good, but I mean, you know who's we have that we have that Blankenship guy. I feel like I I was gonna say, yeah. I feel like with the Eagles, I feel like the Eagles' best bet is getting rid of Slay, 
get in all that cap space. Like they have to extend Hurts. They have to extend Hurts. So first they got to pay Hurts his money. Then they got to – I feel like they got to get rid of Slay, get that cap space. They have the 10th overall pick, so what I feel like they would do, if they're they're going to have to get a cornerback. So what I think they're probably going to do is draft Christian Gonzalez from Morgan or Kalei Ringo from Cincinnati. What about and Joey put, Porter? Or Joey Porter, yeah. And put him <laughs> at number one or two. Put him at number two or number one because I feel like they're going to just keep Bradbury for cheap. Get rid of Slay for the cap space, and then hope. There's no way we get Bradbury for cheap, dude. Yeah, they ain't. They, he's seeking money, dude. That's why it's so iffy with him. They were this this him. might be his last big like yeah. payday. We paid him one year, eleven mil. He's gonna go on seek, dude. Like fifteen to like oh, eighteen was, mil. Did he play that good last year? Yeah, he was an all pro. Bradbury was an all pro, dude. Yeah, yeah. And when he was a when he was a giant, I'm pretty sure he, he was a. Uh, uh, like second team All Pro, so and he played he played corner and safety when he was a giant. He was a freak, dude. Yeah, they just released him because of cap casualty. That's why so many people were high on him because he was dynamic. Yeah, but he didn't play safety for us at all. No, no. I mean, I don't know. I'm happier to see you guys lose Slay than I am Bradbury. I'd rather he's lose Slay. If I had to pick one, I'm taking Slay off the off the Eagles. Slay and Slay's that locker room guy. But yeah, he is. So he's a locker room guy. I know we just brought back Brandon Graham, which is pretty cool. I mean, he had a what an 11, 11 sack season. We signed him. He didn't. He could have chased a bag too. Could have got like a two two year uh, like over like eleven to fifteen million dollar d- deal somewhere, like fifteen mil a year, I think. But he signed ultimately cheap. I think Fletcher Cox doesn't come back unless he signs mm-hmm. like. A one-year, like three million dollar deal at tops. Yeah, I don't. It's sad though. Know. You're seeing the fill. You're seeing Philly fold and crumble ultimately. And now Howie has to work his magic. What I thought would be smart is, is you have that tenth overall pick, and you also have the thirty-second. I think right. Yeah, we had the thirty-second. You can go and make trades, or the thirty-first. You can go and make these trades, dude, and bolster, bolster ultimately. Uh, you're like priorities like have more equity in it by making these trades but i think we're gonna go and take a corner with joey porter jr at at the 10th overall pick but you know what sucks is you guys can't make any free agency moves no No, this is normally how it is for us dude we don't really the last time we made really big free agency moves was when demarco murray was there yeah we haven't really signed like star free agency all the eagles really need they could get done during the draft. Yeah. Like their, their D line is gonna be fine. You know they lost Javon Hargrave, but that's what they got Jordan Davis for. So hopefully he's he'll be in the second year. He comes through. And they're uh, high on Milton Williams too. Yeah, no Williams, and they lost they lost uh, T.J. Edwards, but that's what they got Nicobe Dean for coming in in the second year. So all they really need to worry about is their secondary. And whatever they do with CJ, Slay, Bradbury, whatever, they're going to keep at least one of them. They, they I, have think, I think ultimately why Bradbury and CJ aren't signing right now in free agency, which they, I think they obviously those two would have been like some of the first gone because they're the high up. I think, dude, that they're waiting for Philly, you know, and, and they're ultimately hoping Philly can make a move to get them back. That's what I think. I'm just. I'm just waiting for my buzz, my phone to buzz here, and 
get a little uh, Bobby Wagner D hop action, and then I'll be having. We'll cheers. see that. We'll see that tonight, and we'll we'll follow back up on Thursday with more. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, go check out the merch on the store. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good one. Let's see free agency.